Welcome to the podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a weekly service for anyone of any faith who is seeking hope. You can learn more and find more messages like this by visiting mygatewayfellowship.com or on iTunes. Now, here's today's message. I wanted to focus on a, a passage here. This is a, a verse that I've talked about many times, and uh, it's, one of, it's one of my favorite scriptures and if you just indulge me for a few minutes, I hope that it's something that will get us to where we need to be, which is at the foot of the cross. So let's pray together. Father, thank you for your unchanging love. Thank you for your unfailing love, your unfailing grace. Lord, we don't deserve all the good things that you've given to us. We don't deserve, but you do it because of your awesome love. And we are humbled and we thank you. God, I pray you would open up our hearts right now, remove anything that could distract us, and Father, bless me and use me in spite of my brokenness, Father, preach through me, in Christ's name, amen. The book of Timothy, one of my favorite in all of of scriptures, it's power-packed with life-changing information. Paul is mentoring this young guy, Timothy, and I think about, I always kind of picture myself as the young guy, Timothy, although I'm getting older. So maybe I'm starting to get, you know, out of that phase. But I've always thought of it, and I always think about Paul in the book of Timothy is writing to his, bu- to his boy, to his buddy, and he knows that his time is up. Paul is writing this letter knowing that his time is coming to an end. And if you've ever known somebody that that has gone on and you've had the privilege to talk to them with them knowing that things are coming to a close, those conversations are perhaps the most important ones that you may have for your entire life because now everything that is important is come to the forefront and everything that doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. And the scary thing, guys, is if you think of our lives, we spend a whole lot of time worrying about things that do not matter. I've been I've been working in ministry now for several years. I've been to the to the bedside of those who are dying. I've seen them. Friends of mine, people, church members, all kinds of things. And we've been there on that bedside. And it's so funny, the stuff that they are not thinking about that consumed them during the time. Are you with me tonight? So Paul, when he's talking to Timothy and what he has to say, he knows that it's coming to a close. Kind of rhymed. But what he's doing is saying words that are so powerful and so true that you can only help but take notice and hold on to it. And it's power-packed, like I said. But in this, in the book of Timothy, chapter 2, and starting at verse 11... He says something to even make a a greater impact on what he's saying. So he's saying important stuff. He knows that his life is coming to a close. And he wants to impress uh, Timothy with the right things on his heart. But in the middle of that, he even takes it a step further and he says this. Here is a trustworthy saying. What I'm about to tell you is trustworthy. You can take this to the bank. All right. Now listen to what he says. If we died with him, we will also live with him. Speaking of Christ, of course, if we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, what does it say? 
Say that like you're not asleep. All right. And next passage. If we are faithless, he will remain faithful, for he cannot disown himself. Timothy, this is something that you can trust, what I'm about to tell you. And you need to listen to me. I need, I need to stand out. So in all this stuff that I'm saying, listen, this statement right here, these next couple of words, you need to know them. If you die with him, you will live with him. What does that mean? What does it mean if you've died with him? We understand that as simply surrendering your life to Christ. Saying, I'm, I'm no longer this, this empty vessel of sin and brokenness, but instead I'm accepting the Lord and I'm surrendering to his blood and I'm de- death to self, new life in Christ. This, this is true. This is something that you can believe in. If you died with him, then you will live with him. If you endure with him, you will reign with him. We've talked about this so many times. The Bible is so crystal clear that troubles are going to come. But if you hang in there, if you endure with him, Timothy, then you will also reign with him. And by what he's saying, he's also saying, if you bail out on him, you're not going to reign with him. This is the kind of stuff that people don't like to hear. It's not always the you know, warm cozy kind of thing but but if you think about it it actually is if you endure we'll also reign with him and then this is a verse that's tough to read if you disown him he'll disown you what do you think of when you hear that whoa really i thought i thought that he would always just whatever i can do anything no and you know what's so funny about this I look at it as still the ultimate act of love. I was teasing because I, uh, I was a youth pastor for a while. And there's a, there's a friend of mine who was a, a young, young guy at the time. And I would drive him home um, after our church events that we would have. And every week, this guy would tell me about a new girl that he loved. In high school, you know, I don't know if you guys knew people like this or maybe you were one of them yourself. You know, you're like in eighth grade or ninth grade. I'm in love. She's the one like you don't you don't even know what a bill is, but you know what who you're supposed to marry. Like, come on. But you sit, you know, I'm sitting there driving and this guy will say, man, you know, Pastor Pete, I really think I fell in love, man. She's the one I think I could see us having a family. And, you know, I think God told me this like, bro. But I listen to it, you know, and then next week, the week after that, you know, or maybe two in between, you know, so what happened with that girl? Uh, you know, it didn't work. She wasn't the one. <laughs> but, but I think there's a new girl and I think she's the one. I mean, literally, and, uh, you know, I, I've been able to tease him because now, you know, looking back, I'm like, man, you loved everybody, right? You just, you were, and like deep love that this was, this was so awesome. But, you know, it wasn't for you. And one of the hardest things, if any of you guys know, again, I'm sure you have, because we've all had our heart broken at times, is if someone says, I don't want you anymore, that hurts, especially if you're still crazy about them, especially if you know in your heart of hearts, not like my little friend, you know, in high school, but you know that this is it, me and you. But they say, I don't want anything to do with you. We're done. God loves you enough to say, if that's your choice, 
then I'm going to let it go. I'm not going to, he's not going to be the annoying person that's going to say, no, he's no, he's going to tell you, if you don't want me, I love you and I respect you enough to let you have your own way. Now that's some truth that hurts. And it's a bit scary at times because if we're honest with ourselves, we have all disowned God at one point or another. It's tough. But maybe that's why this next verse means so much to me. Let's go to it, Anthony, verse 13. If we're faithless, he will remain faithful, for he cannot disown himself. God is a faithful God. It's simply who he is. He can't stop. He can't stop being faithful. So even when you come to the conclusion of saying, I don't want nothing to do with you. I don't want nothing to do with you. Get out of this relationship. I'm done. The, the smart human being would, would, would grieve that for a while and then move on. And their faithfulness to that person would be complete and it was over, right? But God is not like that. God always leaves that door open. He says, if you want to come back home, I will be faithful to you. Because this is who I am. Changes come. Life hits us in ways that we don't expect. And I, I'm, I'm afraid to say that for many of you guys, for many of you guys, greater change is coming. And not always the kind of change that we want. But no matter what happens, we remember these words, these trustworthy words that God is faithful until the end. It's simply who he is. I have another passage, Anthony. Let's pull that up real quick. From the, I, from the prophet Malachi. I, the Lord, do not change so that you, O descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Isn't that powerful? I'm not going to change because if I did change, man, we'd all be in trouble. But he does not change. So here's what it means. When God said that he was faithful, when God said that he was full of grace and full of mercy, when God said that he would forgive you without ceasing, he meant it. That has not changed. When God said that he will always be with you, even until the ends of the earth, that has not changed. It will never change because that's who God is. So Gateway, I don't know what's up, what's next for us. I don't know what the next turn will be, but I know this, God is faithful and he will be with us and we can trust him. Now, before I close, I wanted to tell you guys something because you guys are my family. In fact, um, you guys have been with me through everything. When my mom passed away, you guys were here, you know. Yeah, even when I got engaged, some of you guys might remember this. We did like a concert here and, and you guys stuck around. It was super cool. Well, I wanted to tell you something. Come on up. Come on up. I'm going to invite my beautiful, beautiful wife to come on up. She hates this. Yeah, I'm telling you, like I'm in the doghouse tonight, just so you know. So as, we, as we're moving into uh, the next stage, 
of this ministry here, I wanted to let you guys know that my beautiful wife and I are going into a new change in April. There's going to be a little Garza coming. (laughs) She hates it. So we wanted to tell you guys together here and ask for your prayers, and we're, we're super excited, as you can imagine. It's a it's change. So all you guys, pray for us. But we are so excited, and we're so thankful. And, you know, I just wanted to let you know, like, even in a change like that, he's faithful. Amen. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship. We'd love it if you came to visit sometime. We meet each Saturday afternoon at 5 at the Mrs. John Hopkins Memorial Chapel at Tacoma Academy in Tacoma Park, Maryland. You can learn more and get directions by visiting mygatewayfellowship.com.